Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way <sighs> off. I knew it started with an S, though. All right. Working. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to punch himself in the face. It's Frank. How are you today? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> um, do you like pizza balls, Frank? Is that a, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was like way into that idea. Um, I was way into it until I realized how hot on your fingers that would be because True. it would just be really scalding cheese. Yeah, how that about you're like trying to hold? And I'm how about like, the roof this? of your mouth? Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, there's no, that's no, there's no safety there. No, no, you can't blow no, on it or cru- like. No, that's just... no. The crust is what saves your like everything. Yes. So it's very important, pizza crust. Anyway, on this episode with Beer Geeks, we will be talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, yes. Um, But before we do that, Frank, please tell me what you are drinking. I am drinking a Rising Tide Back Cove Pilsner. Mm, A Pilsner, you say? In this warm weather? How very (laughs) unlike you. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, I just, I thought I would, actually, lately I've really been on a lighter, a light beer kick, just in general. Mm. Um, So my fridge is full of of the the lighter stuff at the moment. And um, yeah, this Pilsner just spoke to me, and it's from Rising Tide, who I love. And uh, it's it's solid. It's um, a very, very enjoyable, um, very crisp, crisp sort of Pilsner. That's great. You know I love a good pilsner. Like it's mm-hmm. just this it's so quenching. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What are you uh, what are you enjoying today? I am drinking probably what would be the exact opposite of what you're drinking. Um I am drinking a Great North Ale Works Black Bear Russian Imperial Stout. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, very different because when I said this warm weather, I mean it's unseasonably cold. Uh, right yeah. now. Uh, was, right at the moment, yeah. It's chilly. Um mm-hmm. and so um uh, so yes, and also this is the last stout in my fridge, and so uh, it is time to say goodbye. <laughs> um, and uh, and it is, but it is delicious. Um, I'm going to change the name ever so slightly to the Ukrainian Imperial Stout. There you go. Um, I thought that you know just to you know yeah. So Solidarity. I feel better drinking it. Yeah, sure, um, sure. <clears throat> you know, makes sense. Um, but you know, besides that, it's good. I think we've had it on the show before. I was going to say the name sounded familiar. Um, yeah. Yes. You definitely had it because uh, you brought it to my house. Okay. Um, many, many oh, moons ago. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But it's so it is the it is indeed the very last one. Yes. And, and nice. it is delicious. And so I'm enjoying it very much. Um, I was still hungry after dinner. And I think that's what like I went with the stout because I was like, well, I won't be hungry after the stout. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, Frank, let's talk non-spoiler Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which we will henceforth refer to as Dr. Mom. Um, and, <laughs> um, and uh, or DS Mom, if you'd rather do, if you'd rather okay. do that. Okay. Um, um, but anyway, uh, let's do the non-spoiler. Did you like it? Did you not like it? And then we can just go into the spoiler um, version of talking mm. about the movie. So, Frank, non-spoiler. Did you like it or did you not like it? I liked it. Excellent. I, I liked did it as well. There was a lot a to lot. like here. Yes, I thought there was a lot to like. I think it it shuffled its way into my top ten Marvel. Oh, interesting. Um, I have found over the years that some of my what were in the top ten, like some of the maybe the phase one or mm. phase two films, have kind of you know um, slid their way down the list. Not because they're not still great, but I they just there's more to offer inside of the the ongoing saga now, and so 
you kind of just get more bang for your buck. Sure. With each so with each movie sometimes. So um so anyway, so yeah, I think it slid into my I think it has slid it into my top ten and I'll get into the reasons why uh as we go on. So Sure. Frank, do you want to just talk spoilers? Because I, I don't want to dance around anything. Yeah, let's just... We're spoiling... Dog, we're, we're spoiling DS Mom. DS Mom. DS Mom. Frank, I went into this movie pretty spoiler-free. Mm. Um, I didn't know... I didn't really know the story. I Like, I knew it was obviously going to take place in the multiverse, and I knew Scarlet Witch was in it, and Doctor Strange, and America Chavez, I knew, was in it. Um... And some of the trailer stuff, you know, like there's a zombie and there's one guy up a Doctor Strange with ponytail and, mm. you know, and, and stuff like that. And one trailer told you that Professor X was in the movie. I saw that one. I saw that yeah, one about two yeah. days before I saw the movie. Okay. So that was, uh, that. that's all I knew. And mm-hmm. so I went in and Wanda's like, the hex was easy. The lie was hard, and I'm like, "Oh my god, oh. she's the antagonist!" This is I didn't like. I'm so happy. I, I did not. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not see that coming. That was a very, very cool twist to make yeah. Wanda the villain of the, of the movie. Yeah, it tricked me. It mm-hmm. like gone out, flat out tricked me, and I was just really, and I was really satisfied with pretty much with the movie. Like I was, I was, I was enjoying it before, but then like that happened, and I was like, "This is great. Yeah. This is." I don't know. It it just told me I don't know what to expect. So just go in for go in for the ride. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but I am emotionally attached to Wanda mm. in in some ways more than a, like a lot of other characters that I like very much. But like I, in in terms of the MCU, I care very deeply what happens to Wanda. Maybe ah. because she has gone through so much, and like you know, and and her story unfolds slowly. Um, you know, we've been watching her since whenever Age of Ultron came out. 2014 or something? Yeah, let's say 2014. Right, Avengers was 2012. So let's say 2014, 2015. Like, that's a, that's a lot. Eight years of yeah. watching Wanda, like, like slowly. Like, don't forget that, like, Civil War is because of her. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like, there's, like, not even counting all the stuff in Sokovia that she goes through with Ultron and the stuff before Ultron even shows up. And so I just, I could really get behind somebody like Wanda who says, like, okay, well, I had found something good in my life in my children that were not real. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. even though she, like, saves the day and says goodbye and, like, all that stuff, the end of WandaVision, she's like, okay, like, they're out there in the multiverse. She's looking at the Darkhold. Yeah, and I'm going to figure out a way to to get them back. And I think the movie did a a very uh, solid job at telling me that it's not her fault, that the Darkhold Mm. literally holds on to you, right? Twists your emotions, your perceptions, pretty much the dark side, right? You know, where after a certain point, like, it's... It's it's not you're not really in control anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's warping you, um, and so I didn't feel like everything that she did, like it was out of her hands. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like they they say like that's not Wanda, that's the Scarlet Witch, right? Right. And that's a there's a big difference between those things, and so I I enjoyed that I enjoyed that parallel quite a bit. And, yeah, I I liked that the whole the whole Wanda. Um, story was unexpected and and really really interesting and i, I feel like this um a, a lot of the things in this movie as i've been thinking about it over the last few days since i saw it um a lot of the things in this movie are are there's so much that reminds me in retrospect that this was supposed to come out two years ago um and that mm. this was supposed to come out right after wandavision yep um because think about the way WandaVision ends and the way this movie begins. Like it, it is like a perfect lead-in. Absolutely. Um, yep. Like I can, I can just see. You know how on Disney Plus, you know they're they're very good about when you finish a, a series or, or a movie, they're very good about suggesting the next, the next thing for you to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I can just see watching the finale of WandaVision and then it pops up and says, "Do you want to watch uh, Doctor Strange?" and clicking to watch that and just feeling like it's seamless. Yep. Um, so that that was phenomenal because but i had to sort of think back to that time and think back to you know where we left her Mm -hmm. um because so much has happened 
since then, and so much like multiverse stuff has happened since then that it 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 was a little bit it's a little bit out of time because this was supposed to be our introduction to the multiverse. But we saw Loki and we saw three Spider Men. Um and so like we saw these major sort of multiversal events already, and now we're sort of getting the let's back up and take a look at what the multiverse really is. That's a that's a good point because I know like obviously every big movie has some reshoots, but like there's a that scene where they're eating pizza with America, um, you know, Wong and and Steven are eating pizza and they're like, Oh, do you know about Spider Man? Do you know about the the multiverse and like does the like, web come yeah, out of his butt? Yeah, like what? No, yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Maybe. <laughs> like, um, so I, that's probably a reshoot then, right? Because they have to. They have to. It kind of has to fit into where they. Yeah. They are. I, yeah. I I thought that had to be a reshoot for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I did not. I did not think about that as a as a reshoot, but. Uh, in the in the moment of seeing, because I had forgotten that it was even supposed to come out two years yeah. ago, so I it didn't occur to me that I was wa- kind of watching them slightly out of sequence from the original plan. It didn't occur to me while I was watching it. No, no, they did a good job of of making it feel um, like it, it belonged where it belonged. But the the thing that I couldn't, that, as I think think back, thinking about it now, the it it does feel like I was supposed to have seen this first and then see Loki and and Spider Man, right? Yeah. Um, and and that would sort of. Um, I don't feel that general audiences lost the thread of what the multiverse is, though. I think I don't it's, think so. It's I been don't think so. In the conversation long enough, I think, and I think each movie, I think or, or show, Loki and Spider Man do a good job at explaining enough of what it is for you know people to kind of just get on board and roll with it. But I mean, I mean, there's also like. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and there's mm-hmm. the Mirror versus Star Trek, and there was Crisis on Infinite Earths, and sure. everything that Arrow, like the Arrowverse has done. There's been lots of parallel universes, so I think if you're kind of in that world already, you obviously already yeah. know what's happening, and people will people can explain it to you, if not. Exactly. It's not a novel concept anymore. No, it's um, not. Yeah. I, I loved... Um, I, I had also forgotten that it was... Uh, directed by Sam Raimi. Um, I knew that like two years ago <laughs> or three years ago when they were making mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then I had just sort of forgotten about it. And there was so much um, uh, like he he got to put so many Raimi touches on it. I mean, obviously the Bruce Campbell uh, cameo, but but the zombie version of of Steven and like all, like mm-hmm. so many great little Sam Raimi There was touches. a lot of Raimi-ness yes. going on. Like, his, he, he moves the camera in a very particular way, right? Yes. There's lots of, lots of zoom, lots of quick cuts. He loves a good extreme close-up. Um, and um, I just, I was taking with it because I I really like Sam Raimi. Yeah. You know, even moving away from just the, his Spider-Man movies, right? You know, or Evil Dead or, um, you know, Drag Me to Hell. Um, his Wizard of Oz movie wasn't great, but oh yeah, that's okay. Um, Forgot about that. Yeah, but I Dar- uh, Dark Man, you know, like there's a, there's some like really he has some really fun movies, and I was glad to see that fun come back kind yeah. of in, in stride here. Even a lot of the humor I found in this movie didn't have the like it wasn't the Marvel humor. It felt more like a classic superhero Raimi mm-hmm. type jovial fun. Uh, some moments, not so much like the, um, the webs coming out of his butt, you know, oh, sure. or, um, the Illuma Wadi, like, just <laughs> yeah, felt, yeah. I was like, that's, that's not, that wasn't good. <laughs> um, but, um, but, uh, but the rest of it, I really felt like, I really felt like it was him, and yeah. there are very few directors that kind of stand out like that. In they're co- very competent directors across the board, but like you might have a hard time pulling some of their individual personalities out. Apart from Taika Waititi, I would say Joe Johnston. Like, yeah, it, like you can tell it's a Joe Johnston film, and I'm going to say Joss Whedon. I think the first one. True. I think his dialogue yeah. is very. It has it's very distinctive. Yeah. It has a, a it has a, a certain rhythm to it, um, mm-hmm. so you can tell. But besides that, I like you'd be, you'd be a little hard pressed to find like you know like yeah. Kenneth Branagh is an excellent director, but I would yeah. never be able to pinpoint that Thor is a Kenneth Branagh movie. 
or that yeah. Ant-Man is a Peyton Reed movie. That's or, definitely you, true. Yeah. You know. Um, it's true. They definitely have a house style, which is great. I mean, right? that's part of the, that's part of the fun. You know, there's a consistency, but I think that Sam was able to, um, there's enough of his personality in there. That's not like I'm Sam Raimi. It's more like I'm Sam Raimi directing a Dr. Strange movie. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it felt, it's like the Dr. Strange that I wanted the first one to be where it's like, here's my magic. I got my shields and my whips and sometimes my whip shields. And yes. <laughs> like, and like, I mean, there's like a lot of like, you know, the mirror verse and there's a lot of trippy prism stuff. And, but like the actual magic that they perform is, it's like, it's fine. It's yeah. okay. It's lots of sparks. But mm-hmm. this one, I'm like, these with the big monsters and the snakes coming out and a third eye. And like, this is the weird, this is what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this what, is been... what this is like. It, it's like they had to build up to this. Like the, yes, the first absolutely. Doctor Strange film couldn't couldn't go there because they had to establish so much. But now, mm-hmm. now that he's he's had his first film and he's appeared and he's made so many appearances throughout the MCU that now, now we can go like full Doctor Strange and have it like. Like yeah, it, Be weird. It, it you got know, weird. you know what you signed up for at this point, so it can go, it can go weird. And Sam Raimi's the right person to take Absolutely. it. Absolutely, this movie gave me good payoff, and that's what I think. Like as a as a narrative, like it told me something at the beginning, and yes. it gave, and it circled back to it at the end a that, few yes. times. Like there's it, a, there's really good through lines. But going back to like the opening sequence of that you know, version of Dr. Strange that, you know, tries to, you know, kill America and, you know, ends up like getting buried and like, oh, that's going to break an ordinance, you know, like, like, you know, (laughs) like to circle back to that and go like, who said it have to be alive? Like, yes, right. Yes. Great. Everything worked. Everything clicks right in in the right place. And like you said, like the hand pops up, the lightning bolt comes down and I'm like, this is Sam. This yeah. is what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted all of this, but this is it's just beautiful. And I appreciated prosthetics over CG. Yes. A hundred percent. That made yes, it would have been so I you just know it would have been a little off putting if it was CG. Like you yep. you'd be a little like you'd be able to tell. Even did, yeah. Did you did you notice that when Strange is talking as zombie strange, he's like flabbing his mouth like a yeah. zombie? Yeah. That yeah. was like it was great. It's the like whole, those are the things yeah. that I just like I was all I was all in for. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had the whole Harvey Dent, you know, missing half his face thing. Totally. And, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was very cool. Um yeah, there was there was a lot to uh, a lot to love here. I I did okay. Tell me this. I saw it by accident. I saw it in three D. I, I bought a ticket to a three D oh, showing, not realizing. Lame. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't love three D. Uh, but yeah, I hate it. so here's the thing. Um, fight scenes, anything that was very effects heavy, it's hard for me to tell if the effects were good or not because in three D, you know, they're doing all this separation to have like you know whatever's in the foreground be in the foreground, and whatever's in the mm-hmm. background be kind of blurred. So it there's a starker separation between like what's real and like, you know, an actor among the CG stuff. Yep. So was were the effects good? <laughs> Cause I um, don't know. <laughs> um, I didn't see it in a way to be able to tell if they were any good. Some of them were great and some of them were pretty shoddy. Mm. Like I found that it went in kind of those two directions, even some basic green screen just didn't look very good. Mm. Um, like there's a sequence early when Christine and Steven are talking to one another at the wedding and there are just like people walking up and down stairs, like between them. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. that's so obviously a green screen. Uh-huh. It's like it's like this weird haze to it, and it just didn't look right. But there are other sequences that were excellent. Like so, um, I think maybe it could be what was a reshoot and what wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I also did read. I think it was a producer from Doctor Strange. Pretty pretty sure. But um they were talking about um effects houses and how they're swamped with work because nobody was putting out movies because they were all on hold. But now all those movies that were hold plus the ones that are like new and coming out. Yeah. They're okay. all going through these effects houses and they just like can't keep up with the volume hmm. trying to make the dates work. So I think we're gonna end up seeing some shoddy CG in a lot of movies. Interesting. Like, unless studios are, like, paying more into it. Sure, sure. 
Yeah, and if these effects houses can staff up or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I know that Marvel is also using a lot of um, smaller effects houses. Like, they, they farm out a lot of stuff to different people instead of saying, like, our effects are done through ILM. Done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I, they're probably cheaper, right, because they're smaller houses, you know, but a good contract for the, the smaller companies. Sure. So Marvel's saving a bit of money, um, but maybe the the quality is not mm-hmm. as good because the resources aren't aren't there. That or maybe sense. they're doing that because of the pandemic and, you know, to try to alleviate. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I don't have a reason, but to answer your question, some of it was very good and some of it was okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's hard to tell what's... It's hard to tell, like, does that not look great or it does not look great because I'm seeing this in 3D? Um, I think it doesn't so, look great because you're seeing it in 3D. Yeah, so there's always I, that. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's hard. It's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it, I think it looked better than not. Okay. Okay. Like, I think Black Panther had worse effects. Like, Black okay. Panther was, like, startlingly, like, some of it was just, like... Some of it was not great. That yeah. is not good. Like, that yeah. was not that was not good. Yeah, there was some, like, yeah. Yeah. But... I haven't seen Black Panther in, Black Panther in a long time. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the Illuminati? Yeah, let's talk about the Illuminati. So Professor yeah. X, I did get spoiled on, like you said. Uh, yeah. I saw the TV spot like two days before. Did you hear the um, theme when he came out? No, I actually didn't even notice that. I was so distracted by seeing his chair his chair that I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah, uh, oh, I found I mean, that pretty much with the whole thing they were talking about, I was like, I'm barely listening because I'm just kind of staring at yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, there was a lot of that. I guess they did all their themes. Um I mean, like they did the the Captain Marvel theme. They did. Yep, they did the Captain America theme. Captain America for, theme for Captain Carter. Yes. Um, I don't know what they did for Fantastic Four or Inhumans. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, but I just I love. I mean, I knew the the I knew the yellow chair was in the movie because that was one of the. It was like a um, TV spot. You yeah. saw like the curvature of it, just like a bit of the the yellow, and like anybody who grew up with oh, yeah. '90s X Men was like, "Oh and, my god!" And, and Patrick Stewart was talking over, like his voice was in it too. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, like, I was shocked that they gave that away. Like, I, you know, I get, I get wanting yeah. to tease it because it's a big get, but but I was shocked that they would give that away. You know what it is? I think it was to me, it was a red herring. Like, not that he wasn't in the movie, but I was so shocked that Professor X was in the movie. I didn't even think about what the rest of the Illuminati were made up of. Uh, and so I was like, Professor X, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. What if it's like, the you know, and then and then uh, and then I was completely flabbergasted by Mr. Fantastic and Black Bolt. I lost my mind when I saw John Krasinski because like. How many years now has it been that that's been talked about? Did he start that or did other people start I that? I think other people started that. Okay. Yeah. But, but he, many years. But he responded to it, I think. I think he said, I, like, oh, if they want me to do it, I would do it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, heck, they started – there There have been runs of the Fantastic Four that, like, they drew Reed Richards looking like John Krasinski. Yeah. Years and years before, yeah. um, before any of this. So I – of course, he's not in it tons, and then yeah. he like turns into Spaghetti. Um, yeah, yeah. has um, you know fairly soon, fairly soon in. So I had two thoughts. One, I would love to see him again because yes. I love John Krasinski. I feel so, like we that was definitely like a, just a, a first appearance, and like whatever oh the six one six Reed Richards is going to be is going to be him. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope so. I hope but so. The, the only thing that I I thought that maybe it wouldn't be is that. Um, his first appearance in the MCU, he dies. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so I don't know if that's like, do you, is that the version that like, you know, you introduce to, uh, you introduce people who might not know him as a character. And the first thing he does is die. Mm. Like, you know, at least like Captain Marvel, Captain Carter, we're uh, familiar with those characters. Even professor X, like we've watched Patrick Stewart in, you can go at least to watch Patrick mm. Stewart in a variety of veteran films, even, Anson Mount as Black Bolt had a season of a television show. Um, hmm. not, it wasn't very good. He was very good. He he's always good. But um, so I'm not. Sh- I'm just not sure. Maybe it was yeah. like fun for him, but that was it. Um, yeah, I mean, it might have just been just for the cameo. Um, yeah, and if so, that's a great cameo. Oh man, it was man. a great cameo. Yeah, great. Yeah, but like you said, like I'll I'll, I'll be happy either way. Like I because I'm pro John Krasinski. Yes, so. Give me more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's definitely one of those parts where like you were alone in a room. Nobody oh, for sure. Like the for way a sure. lot of them like were talking and like none of you met each other. No, <laughs> no, no, there's for no way. Definitely not. It, yeah. it was very much like the like the villains in in Spider Man No Way Home, right? Like they were clearly in those prison cells because they weren't in the same room. Like Alfred Molina was not in the same room with those other guys. Yep. Um, no, he was, nope. No, no yeah. he was not. But so yeah, same same thing here. Yeah, that's interesting. They're like writing. They're able to like write these pandemic proof scenes where they can shoot it all separately and, <laughs> and piece it yeah. together. Or it's even or even I think part of it is even like a closed set scene. Yeah, true, so it's, true. It's more like minimal cast and crew because you're only shooting one person and um no leaks and, and no leaks right because like it's minimal crew but then when but there's no actor there's no patrick stewart to be like yeah i'm i had a scene with john krasinski right right he was insulting papa like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice yeah uh yeah yeah uh but that was oh that was great um yeah i mean Scarlet Witch, they had never actually called her Scarlet Witch before now, had they? They do in WandaVision. Oh, they do in Wanda. Oh, in yeah. WandaVision, yes. But in, in the films, I mean. Mm-mm. Right. Nope. And and because wasn't that tied in with the Fox stuff? Because they're because yes. Quicksilver yes, and because they're mutants. Yeah, so you so the way the Fox like rights ended up splitting was that Marvel had access to Wanda and Pietro because that's like how their names appeared in event like in the avengers comics mm-hmm. like you know that's where their names came from or something like that but they appeared in x-men comics originally as scarlet witch and quicksilver and so and so that's why they got peter and right. quicksilver and um scarlet witch mm-hmm. which they mm-hmm. never which fox never even used no no so they just had it and never bothered um so yeah i forgot about that I actually so forgot I, that was a thing. I clocked it that she was calling herself Scarlet Witch. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, alternate timeline uh, uh, Christine mentioned Baxter. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we saw Reed Richards. And so <laughs> it was all these things that like, I was That's like, wow, true. we are we are oh breaking the, the mold like with all these Fox things all of a sudden. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. true. There was like a it Fox. Like, like the, like, built up like, hey, we got Fox now, so we can do whatever we, we want. Fantastic <laughs> Four, X-Men are in the same seed, baby. They're all here, like, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's good point. I did not think about that. That's great. Um, I uh, I was shocked to see them. I was flabbergasted how they died. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, amazing. Amazing. I do love that through the whole film, they're like, she's holding back. She's holding back. She didn't do that. Yeah. She was being yeah. Nice. Yeah. And she like, was right. Being, right. She was being reasonable. Yeah. And I saw an interview with Elizabeth Olsen and she was talking about how like her movements in that scene and the way that like, in like they said like, well, she's inhabiting another Wanda's body. So mm. she's not as powerful as she would be in her universe. And I was like, she just annihilated some of the most powerful people in that universe. Yeah. yeah. Like they were nothing. And she's not even at full power. I, I was shocked that she was able to do that to Professor X. That was cool. That, that was, was cool. So, that, that was, was cool. so cool. She um um she had this carry thing going on. That's kind of mm. the vibe I got with all the like the oil and whatever that was running down because because of, of all the I think it was the Ultrons that she destroyed. That's why she looked like that, right? Mm-hmm. But like it, to me, it looked like Carrie. Like she like had gone off at prom uh. and like she's just in her mom jeans, not wearing any shoes, right? And she's just gonna destroy the most powerful people in the universe. Mm. Oh, man, I love Wanda. It was great, it's great. It was good. It was yeah. really good stuff. And I, I've i seen those characters enough in other venues that I'm like, oh, no, what a waste of Captain Carter. Or I Professor know. Or, I know. Yeah. Like, what a waste of Professor X. It, yeah, I'll I mean, it was. the 10 movies that he's in. It's true. Like, it's, it's true. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Captain cool Carter. Oh, I, I could do this all day. Come yeah. on. It's great. 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 I liked her little rocketeer jetpack. Yes. Yeah. I want, oh man, I so want a, a Captain Carter like movie, you know, like the, the, did you uh, watch the, what if I, yeah, I saw the yeah, what okay. if, uh, yeah. I actually didn't finish the series, uh, but I, I did, I saw about half of it and okay. I, I do want to get back and finish it at some point. I, it it, it fell actually off my radar. comes together. Like all those oh, cool. d- different things end up like 
basically joint doing their own Avengers thing. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Which does kind of connect to this movie, actually. Because, oh, like, sure. Because there was the... like yeah, okay, yeah, because the the um, old and wizened Strange, the one that yeah. looks like yeah. um, Rasputin, uh, he like you know he's the antagonist of of a, a that's right of. Yeah, that was the same one. Okay, okay. I I didn't even I I did see that that episode, but I didn't connect that that was the same strange mm. that we saw in that in that episode. Okay, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I need to finish that. But anyway, I, I just that that Haley Atwell could, can. I just want to see so much more of more her. More Haley Atwell. I yeah. wish Agent Carter hadn't gotten canceled. Um, Me too. I know Me it wasn't too. terribly good, but she was great in it. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you watch a show because like you're like you are great. I, I will like, follow you yeah. into whatever you do. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I love her. Um, and then, yeah, the the Night of the Living Dead uh, uh, reference with the with the way that his hand came oh, out when Zombie Strange came out, and th- and that's where I that you know that's one of those moments where it's like, oh yeah, this is a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> this is yep. somebody who loves a good horror film. I was like, that is so George Romero. Absolutely. Actually, you know, there was a before. There's a moment where I was like, this is a Sam Raimi movie, and it was. Um, when Scarlet Witch is attacking Comitage, yep, and um, she's trapped in the mirror room, and she starts using the puddles, yeah, to see. Oh man, this is great stuff. There's like an awesome amount of tension, but then when they like when I can't even remember what the character was, but they like go and look in the puddle, and it's just her eye. Man, that was good. Oh, it that was, was so good. good. And then she comes out of the gong like she's the girl in the ring. Yes, like, it was like the ring. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Climbing out of the TV, right? Yes. Same thing. Uh, yes. It's just so good. And I know you're not a big costume guy. You don't mm. like you don't like look you like like Reed Richards on screen. You're like, he's wearing a blue uniform. Like, <laughs> it with has a four, a four on, it. on it, yes. Fantastic. <laughs> and then meanwhile, I'm like, oh, so all the black piping looks like it extends like on the oh. suit the way that it is. And the four is kind of glittery. You know, the white is glittery. I like that. That's cool. That's what I was doing instead nice. of paying attention to the dialogue. But Wanda, I was not sold on her costume like when I saw it early, like in the trailer or pictures or whatever. And then she's in that mirror room and you get a look at her fingers and they're all like black up yeah. to a certain point. And I was like that, that's what tied that whole thing together. Uh, that is so creepy. And I couldn't even distill why exactly, but I love the, the swirl design, which yeah. like, it felt evil. Like yes. I didn't, I didn't get that because I didn't know she was going to be the antagonist before. So now, oh man, I just now it makes sense. Oh, and did you notice so that once he started using the dark hold, his fingers had the black tips too? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So he, there's um a reference. Um, I think uh, Wong makes it to uh, now. I can't remember the guy's name. The guy who creates the dark hold. It's okay, like, it's like Chom or. Chlodum or something like that. I can't remember. This is where my they're like D list character sure. Marvel. So it's like I'm starting to I have to look it up. But so, so I, where is this phase going? Right, you know, like yeah. kind of knew where some of the other phases were headed in some way. Thanos makes his presence known at the end of Avengers, so you like know that he keeps cropping up. So you're like, oh, Thanos is coming. So obviously they're doing Infinity War or you know or the mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet like at some point like you know they're going there sure i have no idea where this is going okay um but this character that creates the dark hold wanda regains control of herself she destroys the dark hold in every universe yeah power move yeah flex um and uh so i feel like we're moving towards battle with hell like something like something along those lines because that's between that and the third eye and um, Clea showing up at the end. Yeah. Charlie's Theron, welcome to the Marvel Universe. Yes. That's wonderful. Um, I love the way she literally tore a hole in the fabric of space and time. Yeah, she's good like that. That's that was, what Charlie's yeah. Theron does. Yeah, so she does. And Clea. People yep. who don't know, Clea is, uh, was in the comics Doctor Strange's apprentice, Doctor Strange's apprentice that eventually becomes his wife. Um, and so, and I will leave it there. Um, because there's lots of story there, mm. but I've been waiting for Clea to show up since the first Doctor Strange movie. So I'm great casting. I'm very excited. Great casting. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, the third, like the third eye, is interesting because I think in 
the first Doctor Strange movie, I think, they, remember the ancient one, like, touches his head before he gets sent into, like, all the dimensions. She's like, he's, <gasps> he's, he's so. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's, like, something happening there. There's some kind of connection. The third eye, usually, like, at the eye of wisdom, right? The the eye that, the, the, all, the eye that sees more, like, so, um, now what more does he see now that he's right. had this adventure in the multiverse so and i know comics just introduced the third eye he's like a, it's like perpetual on his head for a little while just uh-huh. a couple of years ago so i i'm very curious where all this is going i know that strange is supposed to, they said strange is the iron man of this next phase i remember feige saying that a long time ago so like I mean, I he's just, been popping up all over the place so that makes he, sense yeah so i'm just very i'm so curious like What's I the feel phase like, is big bad or like well, where are we yeah, going with this? I'm kind of curious about that too because it seems like all the 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 streaming series all end with some big, you know, uh, reveal of something. Like look, look at the way Loki ended. Look at the way uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier ended. Like like mm-hmm. they keep re- doing these big dropping these big bombs at the ends of things. Right. And it's hard to know what's going to cross over from film to TV and vice versa, and what's going to stay in TV and what's going to stay in film. Yeah, because um, like what they've pretty much established some severely large threats. Yeah, right. So and like, the Eternals. They, Look at the end of Eternals too. Right, like yes. all of these big yeah. things that but that are seemingly all unrelated to one another. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, part of me really likes that I don't know because you know, like Thanos shows up, you're like they're doing an Infinity Gauntlet. They're gonna yeah. like okay, great. I know where that's going. Right. I, as a comic fan, am well informed to an extent. You know. I like being comic fan, but not knowing what's going to happen next. Yes. That's what I, I think. That's what I loved about this movie that I didn't know what was going to happen next. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the fun of it is that there are so many different threads that you might know what some of them are, but, but not knowing which one they're going to pick or where it's going to go. And wait, like, that's, right. Yeah. Even what, what's available to them now. Like you said, yes. like it's fantastic yeah. four and X-Men. I like, so like they go to wonder gore in this, which was an X-Men thing. Mm. And so like, that was not a previously available Marvel Cinematic Universe like location that they could mm-hmm. get to um because that had strong ties to Scarlet Witch and Magneto and like so what you know what's going to happen next it's it's exciting world's the oyster now yeah we have not talked about Doctor Strange in the Doctor Strange movie yet um <laughs> we've talked about other we've talked a lot about Wanda we've talked about sure. the Illuminati um and everything uh, one I I think I gasped audibly out loud when when wanda was like what mouth and black bolt blew his own brains <gasps> out. that was the most shocking that the rest was... of their deaths were quite shocking maybe mm-hmm. professor x was probably the one other one that was it's kind of scary along with it but um i just that just blew my mind like it blew his yeah. like, like it yeah, blew his. yeah. <laughs> and um it was so cool oh, man that was great stuff um that was fantastic yes anyway I liked that Strange is on this, he's on this journey of healing, right? Yes. Because that's what he's on in the first one. So it's actually a really nice continuing thread from the first movie. Um, And I loved the tie into the watch, right? It's not just any watch. Christine gave him this watch. And right. he's, he's moving on. Like this idea that like his, he's stuck in time, mm. in a time that was his past. And so now he has to move on from that. But to do that, he has to go outside of time into the multiverse to to get there. And I just liked the heavy-handed symbolism of him taking the cracked watch face off and replacing it with the new glass. And I was just, I was just so glad that they gave him and Christine a resolve instead of, Rachel McAdams was the love interest. She no longer exists in yeah, our purview anymore. I didn't even know she was going to be in this movie. Like nope. that's how little I knew. Um, but I was thrilled that she was in it. And and then when I saw that it was like her wedding, I was like, oh, maybe this is like her farewell. You know, like this scene is is. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, wasn't that nice that she came back for this yes. one scene? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. And uh, I was thrilled that she had such a big part in it. Um, and and it was it was essential for her to be there for him to be able to heal and move on. Yep. And it was you're right in saying that it was heavy handed because it wasn't subtle. But I don't care because it was it was well done. They said yeah. for, like th- there was a very clear theme to this mm-hmm. movie. Like they said it at the beginning of the film and it carried through. You know that like instead of 
and I'm sort of paraphrasing what what Strange says at the end of the film, but like instead of wishing for another life, be grateful for what you have in this one, with all of its troubles. Yep. You know, like be be grateful for for what you have. Um, and like he does spend so much time wishing for Christine, wishing for this other life, and and you know going through the multiverse with America uh, uh, gives him that appreciation for mm-hmm. for what his life is, and and um. But, I, go ahead finish your uh, I also I also thought that there was going to be more of an element of sacrifice because he in the very first scene to America when, when in what he thinks is a dream he's saying to her like you know you're sacrifice you're going to have to sacrifice yourself to be able to to um I'm going to take your powers and and you're going to your sacrifice will save the lives of millions or whatever he says mm-hmm. and I thought that kept popping up is about making a sacrifice and I was like okay so who's going to die to sacrifice themselves is Wanda going to end up sacrificing mm-hmm. herself is is strange I can't imagine it's going to be him like who's it going to be and and that didn't end up being a thing but no that's was, not true at all it ended up being Wanda well yes but she but she well yes in in, in a sense I guess not in the sense that I uh thought it would be I mean she did um she had the potential of not dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think she's dead anyway. One, well, that's it. Is that I don't one, think she's dead. Nobody. So. Two, right when all that stuff was coming down, there was like this flash of her scarlet light. So sure, I don't think she's dead, and that's what no. I mean by like I, I don't think she really sacrificed in that sense of like sacrificing her life to save another or, or whatever. But I think she but, sacrifices her life, maybe even indirectly to save America's after everything yeah, that she's yeah. she's done. So but I understand I just what wanted, you mean though. It's yeah. maybe not overt, but I, I thought yes, it was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it's there. It's there. Yeah. Um but but yeah, the I really like that like don't don't, you know, wish for another life. Uh be grateful for what you have in this one. Um that was an important this, thing for him to learn. This phase of Marvel has been has been pretty strong on the themes, mm. um, you know, like the like they're crafting their movies, particularly like this is how I w- want this story to be told. And I want you to tackle, you know, um, you know, abuse, or I want mm-hmm, you to with mm-hmm. Black Widow, or I want you to tackle, um, you know, living your life, you know, every day to the fullest, or whatever through Strange, or you know, don't work in the past, or. You know, um, becoming who you were meant to be, owning yourself, like with with homecoming, or mm-hmm. I mean, um, no way home, no way home. So yeah. there's like a lot of, or or, I mean, and it goes in, or like, what does it mean to be a hero when you are when you're destined to be one already? You know, or mm-hmm. something with the Eternals. Like, there's like, not all of Marvel's films um, ask questions like that in yeah. previous phases. Sometimes they're just like. It's a movie. There are robots in it. They will fight them. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, Enjoy the explosions. And, yeah, right. And that's fine. But I'm glad that they're... Marvel knows that these movies are for children, just like George Lucas kind of knew that his movies were for children that can be enjoyed by adults. Mm-hmm. But they, but, you know, they're, you know, they don't have to be subtle. Right. Yeah. You know, they, you know, that's not, that's okay. That's like, okay. It's not the kind of movie that they, they are. Um, and so, although I do know that a lot of people are like, this movie is not for children. I was going like, to say, I don't, I would, we're past the point of where I would take kids to see these movies. Like th- these are not for kids anymore. Like, like, yeah, I mean, they're, yes they're no. for I adolescents mean, I, at, you know, but like, they're not, they're not for children, children. Uh, yeah. I guess it depends on what you would consider children. Like I, I at nine and 10, would have I would have had any problem with this movie mm. like this this would have been my jam like like a hundred percent still is my jam oh yeah right you know like I kind of like I even as a kid I kind of liked the weird thing you know like the slightly yeah. scary weird weird bits would I take a four year old to this absolutely no not. no 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 of course. no but but I don't think a four year old should be watching any of them like they're PG thirteen for a reason. Right. right. You know, right. so there's like there's a limit to like what is appropriate and not appropriate for kids. So um but I yeah, I didn't say I didn't find anything in this movie to be like extraordinarily like, oh my god, that's the scariest thing on the entire planet. I right. Never, right. You know, watch Psycho when I was nine. I'm still alive. It's fine. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Um so yeah, Doctor Strange. Um did you have a spell or something that you were like, that's the good stuff. That's like like sawing the bus in half or the the snakes or oh gosh i didn't i don't i don't know i don't remember um i i, I 
Sign of the Bus and Half was a cool one since you mentioned that one, but um, I didn't clock one in particular. Did you have one? I just really loved the music battle. Um, oh, sure. Between the two strangers. I just thought oh, that was. Oh, wait. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was yes. really cool. Um, Beethoven's Fifth and, and the Takata and Fugue going yeah. back and forth. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. That was like, that's that's the same Raimi thing where I'm like, why? They're like, two strangers are like, we're going with the theme yes. in the middle of our battle. Let's do it. Like, that's just fun. That was yeah. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that uh, very much. Um, did you like America? I did. I was not familiar with the character. Um, so this is my introduction with her either. Um, and so, I mean, I know like who she is and I know that they changed a bit for the, for the movie, but I found the actress incredibly likable. She was so, I, I I feel like they they should give her a Disney plus series if that's not already in the works. Um, Probably is. I would absolutely watch a, a show like following her, her story. I, if, if, if you give me that and like her and Wong, like just totally fun together, I would totally watch that. Totally. Yes. I love Wong. Yes, I do. You want to talk about Benedict Wong taking a, a like, not what could be a nothing part, but like, like you took what was just kind of like Wong, his manservant in the comics yeah. and turning that into the Sorcerer Supreme. Incredible. It's just real fun. I actually loved Strange's, again, the circling back to, you know, it's proper to bow to the, you know, to the Sorcerer Supreme. And then he bows at the end. Yeah, there's some, there's some like good work, like humility work in there because he sees all these strangers that have no humility and like, and realizing that's, that's very needed. Um, What I really did like, we'll kind of wrap with this. Um, I really liked that there's, history with Mordo that we don't see mm-hmm. because like when they're in that universe and there's like this really brief like thing it was like oh that's that's Mordo and um we were friends and then he decided to destroy all the wizards and or whatever the sorcerer is and he hates me and tried to kill me a few times and we've not seen any of that we yeah. the last thing we've ever seen him in where he goes no more no more sorcerers and that's it and mm-hmm. so the fact that mm-hmm. he's, I like that there's just like, yeah, we're having adventures with him that you are not privy to. Yes. I enjoy that. I, I, I like that there's a, there's a continuing story back, back there in, mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Um, in the it universe. makes the world feel more bigger and like more lived in. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just, um, yeah, I was a big fan, mm-hmm. big mm-hmm. fan of which you weighed you for anyway. Oh so, yeah. He's great. He's great. I, I liked when he was like, I'm beginning to see why your universe is strange doesn't like you either. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Um, I, yeah, I just, uh, I, I didn't have high expectations. Like I just kind of went in expecting to watch a movie mm. with, with a director that I like, but I was tickled pink. I loved yeah, it. I enjoyed it. I I, I did Mom. enjoy it. I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it in my top ten, I don't think. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but I I um You know, it, I probably wouldn't if it wasn't Sam Raimi. I okay, think yeah, I think it's yeah. the Raimiisms that pushed it there. Cool. Like there was just some there was just some really fun I just love a good zany horror film. Yeah. Like, you know, like so and he just gave me enough of the creeps for me to enjoy it. You know, and a good shock value, good wraparound story. He's good. I can't, at that. I can't ask for. I can't ask for much more. Yeah, yeah. So. No, he's he is very very good at those things for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and if you enjoy this podcast a lot, um, you could uh, support us at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio, um, and uh, and help us continue to make these shows i mean you could pledge a dollar a month and and that that goes a long way um you can find other shows at thoughtbubbleaudio.com um you can find all the show notes and everything for this one at beerwithgeeks.com uh you can email us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com uh find us anywhere podcasts are found apple Podcasts, spotify wherever rate and review us in all those places subscribe to us in all those places um and tell a friend um, about it and uh, and help spread the word about Beer with Geeks. Uh, 400 episodes plus, and we're, we're not looking back. That's wild. I wild, know. Frank. 
in a different in a different universe, we never did a podcast. Oh, that's a sadder universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's it for us. So, great, Frank. Great, thanks to talk to. Uh, great talk to you. So, until next time. Cheers. cheers. Uh, we never talked about why Vision wasn't in the movie. I know. I knew oh. I wanted to talk about something. I forgot. Oh well, oh. that's okay. Wait, why wasn't Vision in the movie? Like, other than him being dead, they she the well, I can I can quote you actually. Um, she says, "There's a whole lot of list of things like my brother, my parents, um, referring to Pedro Maximoff and the duo's parents were killed in an explosion." I think the main reason when we talk about it, if there's a multiverse and the version of the universe this woman wasn't with vision we'd like to having that be a mystery for some reason he's not in her world mm. i always thought of her as more of a domestic wanda they got divorced they separated she's not wearing a wedding band for a reason like those kinds of things we like the idea of her being on her own it's mm. really most important thing when you become a mother of the world your children and that's why um said so the kids are part of the myth as well I think that it's also part of it. I don't think that once you're a mother, you lose your child. It's more painful than anything else you could experience. That's really why. So she's lost vision, but that's not what is causing her the most amount of pain. Huh. Um, and so that's interesting. And so I feel like it was kind of like the dark hold, like, like kind of like it, it took like her greatest desire and warped it. And sure. so like she had time with vision in a way that she did not have time with. Yes with anything right. else she's already like learned her lesson with vision in some way like sure bringing sure. him back recreating him living that life and um and that she you know doesn't have that with she uh, didn't get that that closure with the kids no she didn't right no that makes so sense. yeah um can you do me a favor can you stick this right on the end of our like um I yeah stopped oh no no Scott, uh, no yes yeah, yes, uh, yes, the zoom is recording yeah, you just stick this right. right on the end because it's weird that we didn't talk about it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let us at the end. Cool. Yeah. I but anyway, Mark, thanks the, for sending that. Mark, thanks for sending me that article. That was really helpful. Thank you. Thanks, um, I'm out of here. I got to work. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers again. <laughs>